When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show for a Tuesday night. Sats and Rat here. Hope you've had a great day. And in some parts of Queensland, we've got heavy rain as well as we prepare for some pretty high temperatures late in the week. More about humidity, I think. So thank you also to Kia. Their epic range, the Kia Sportage, the Seltos, and the EV6 GT. On the show today, Seagulls coach Anthony Seabold is going to catch up with us and talk about, well, their preparation for their Vegas clash with the Bunnies in the first week of March of 2024 NRL season. Also his preparation for that season as well. Three burning questions with Daddy Vass and who's safe? Thanks to Suncorp, Matty Rogers. How are you? Your last day before you go on holidays again. Oh, it's not quite holidays, but, you know, I've got some work to do still, Sats. Still hard work? A lot of stuff. Would you class it hard work? No. No, but, you know, it's not all beer and Skittles. (laughs) You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. That should be your (laughs) T-shirt, beers and Skittles. Mm. Now, we have the good old thanks to Cobram Estate. Uh, What's in and around the news for a Tuesday? Premium extra olive oil. That is Cobram Estate. Uh, now, the future of the Commonwealth Games, we mm. thought it was quite bleak when Melbourne advised through Dan Andrews that they were unable to host because of the blowout of costs and uh, costs of materials and resources after COVID. But Gina Reidhart has proposed a bold two-city Commonwealth Games bid between the Gold Coast and Perth and has written a letter to Anthony Albanese. Mm. Does that mean she's going to pay for it? Well, it's still going to cost a fortune. Well, the government's obviously going to have to tip in a fair bit. Tom Tate from the Gold Coast has actually said that the Gold Coast is willing to, without using taxpayers' money, I don't know how that works well, in this day and age. But, well, he's going to use his own. Yeah, so, well, he's a wealthy enough man, Tommy <laughs> Tate, the, the mayor of the Gold Coast. But mm. the Gold Coast and Perth to potentially host it. So Perth and the Gold Coast would share particular Event. events. Like, yeah, so maybe the track and field will be here, the... You know, whatever it may be, beach volleyball will be there, yeah. that sort of stuff. So, um, and also the potential to drop some events based on the circumstances, which it's unfortunate for some athletes that have been training so hard. Can I tell you those stats? Like, and I don't want to. Like, I, are you going to say who cares about the Commonwealth Games? Well, well, we'll, we'll look at look at what's happened right to the Olympics. What have they done in recent years? They've mm-hmm. added in in the Winter Olympics yep. snowboarding. Uh, the half pipe yep. in, in, in the Summer Olympics. They've added BMX. They've added skateboarding. They've added surfing. They've added golf. They, they, they've had to because these other sports are just dying. And, and I don't want to 
be bleak about it, but no one really cares about it. So it's more of the professional sports, it's, isn't it's, it? It's like about, your golf and your tennis. It's yeah. About, yeah, it's about the sports where people are engaged. And if they don't start to, to put those sports in the Commonwealth Games, unfortunately, no one's going to care. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's the nature of it. And, I mean, I remember when we were a kid. Remember when Sydney got the Olympics? Yeah. How big a deal that was? Massive. Like, did you even, like, everyone was saying Brisbane had the Olympics before it even got, uh, before they even got awarded to them because they knew that they were going to get them because nobody else wanted them. I've got to say, I love the Commonwealth Games. Because Australia win everything. Australia win gold, and I love to celebrate success, whether it's gold, silver, or bronze. I love seeing the emergence of some athletes that you potentially may not have known about, and then you follow their track into the Olympics I, two I, years later. I, I do love it too, Sats. I worked for the Commonwealth Games when you I was on too, the coast yeah. and had an absolute ball. The most amazing group of people met truckloads of athletes from all over the world. It was fantastic. Um, I think there's still a few of them running around the Gold Coast at the moment that maybe stayed when they shouldn't have. <laughs> I think it happens. There was nearly a whole go. country that stayed, <laughs> wasn't it? It was. <laughs> I've got to say, uh, but uh, this could be, I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, this, this could be, they may have to come up with some other model. Mm. Yeah. It's a, bit, it's a big expense. Uh, well, $404 billion, I should say, they believe uh, Melbourne government believes that it blew out the costs. Well, well you, I, I wouldn't deny it. I, I mean, I wouldn't not believe that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, given the state of play in the world at the moment mm. with, you know, cost of, you know, fuel and everything, everything you yeah. know, it's, um, you know, building and, you know, labor and it's, yeah, it's crazy. So I, I sort of, yeah, it, it's a bit harsh for, for what, what was his name? The guy that cancelled him? I think he's, Dan not, Andrews. He's, he's not the president. He's not the premier. No, no, he stood down. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't even get a golf membership yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, before we get to the break, I don't know. Do you love hearing this? Daddy Vass, you're a a Broncos fan, and welcome to the show. Fletcher Baker, who's the new signing for the Broncos. I think he's a really good signing for the Bronx. Probably not the uh, the same fit for the man he's replacing, which is uh, Tommy Flegler, completely different player. But Fletcher Baker, he's arrived at the Brisbane Broncos. He's had a whack at his former club ahead of their blockbuster in Vegas next year. He's only been at the club like a week or so, two weeks. He says, I went from a good club to a better club, I reckon. Oh, how good's that? <laughs> now, the Broncos and Roosters have never really had a rivalry, but there seems to be one brewing after this. I think Jared. Oh, what about that? That's a great clash straight away. But he just takes on every pack. Yeah. He just makes it personal. But he will make this even more personal. Well, a young no, no, front Jared, rower Jared who he mentored. Oh, he's suspended. Oh, that's mm. right. Mm. No, but hang on a sec. Didn't he... He served his suspension through the Pacific Championships. We'll have to check that. But, um, yeah, might have to double Yeah, check look, that. at the end yeah. of the day, um, that's bulletin board material oh, right there. <laughs> that's, yeah, I love that's it. That's stuck on the wall. That is so good. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, Fletcher Baker. Only a young man, but he's going to try and make a... You've got to love that, though, don't you? Oh, like we don't see enough of no, it. No, we don't. I mean, no. We talked about this. It's the, the old Babe Ruth moment where you just point into the crowd and yeah. say, hey, come and get me. Yep. He also, and we don't see it a lot. He also said that... He wants to try his best to take Flegler's spot. Mm. And he said, you know what? I can follow Haas and Carrigan at the front and then let all those pretty boys at the back do their thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, there's a few of them. He's a man close to my heart. He's talking about wingers there. That's no, you, he's Rogers. not. He's talking, that's, he's, Rogers, that's you. No, no he's talking about... Um, <laughs> Bruce Walsh. He's talking about Walsh and Jordan and Ricky And his eyelashes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get to the break. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, this is Sports Day. Sats and Rat here on a Monday night. And we've got plenty of text messages coming in for Like It or Lump It from the weekend. And also Aussie Larrikins. Who are some of the Aussie Larrikins in sport? Doesn't even have to be in sport. Most in sport. Getting a lot of nominations here as well. Alfie Lang is getting a few. Mm. I know that. He definitely is a larrikin. We're going to ask this man who the larrikin of the uh, Seagulls is as well because he's in his second season at Manly. And also, drum roll, he's 50 next year. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's a big birthday for this man. Birthday. Anthony Seabold, welcome to Sports Day. Hey, g'day, Sats. G'day, Rat. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah, good. 50 <laughs> next 50. year. Wow. Mate, yeah. Hey, you don't hey, hey, look at... Sats, I only just turned 40, 49, mate. So, yeah, <laughs> my, my daughters are already into me. And they're telling me the exact same thing. And I keep saying to them, I just turned 49. So, mate, I'm, I'm hanging on to the 40s, mate. Hey, can I say, Seebs, also your birthday in the first week of October also falls around NRL Grand Final Day. So, it wouldn't it be your dad's 50th present to be uh, playing on Grand Final night? Oh, mate, I'd... Definitely give up a birthday party to be part of Grandpa. Mate. Well, mate, as an NRL coach, I think you're doing pretty well because most 50 year old NRL coaches look about 70, and I reckon you're about on the mark. So you're, you're doing well, buddy. Well done. Yeah. Oh, good on you. Yeah, good on you, mate. Good on you. Sometimes I feel older than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, so you just had a bit of a break. You just got back from America? Yeah, I did, mate. Um, yeah, so uh, myself and our CEO and GM, um, the football, we spent um, about 12, 13 days over in the States. Um, our, our club chairman and owner, Scott Penn, lives in Brooklyn. Um, yep. So we took the opportunity to spend a bit of time with him, um, visit the Brooklyn Nets and, and spend a couple of days with them. And then um, we had three days in Vegas, obviously sorting out the logistics for our trip over there, uh, looking for training facilities. And then we finished off with um, being hosted by the LA Rams, which was, which was really good in Los Angeles. So, yeah, it was a really good trip. Um, yeah, a good mix of, um, yeah, trying to sort out this Vegas game, but also spending some time with, with other um, sporting franchises. Sorting out logistics in Vegas. Please. <laughs> You're not fooling yeah, us. It's got to happen. You're not fooling no, us, Seeds. Seeds, it's got to happen. We understand. No, Sats is, 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 is a... Yeah, he'll give it to you when he can, Sats. But he, we we understand, Sats. We understand, Seeds. Exactly, mate. Look, we, we minimised our time in Vegas, I've got to say, because the Formula One was on, mate. It was just crazy. Like, it was crazy busy. Um, but I did take the CEO for a couple, couple of beers downstairs at the resort we sat at, mate. So, um, yeah, we, we enjoyed ourselves there one night. I uh, went and watched the Michael Jackson show, which was really good. Oh, nice. Um, had a couple of beers and, and, and um, yeah, enjoyed a night there, which was really good. But um, the, the biggest thing was, you know, in all seriousness, was making sure that we had grass fields for the boys so we can train. Um, you know, obviously, Vegas being a desert, it's pretty tough to... to um, you know, get really good grass fields and we looked at a couple of shockers but um, we look as though we've, we've got a couple of fields there, soccer fields um, that we can turn into um, rugby league fields for the week so um, it was important for us not to have the boys training on synthetic um, grass because it puts the players at risk of, of injury when they're training on um, you know, some foreign services so um, yeah we got that sorted, we're going to use the UFC um, training facility in Vegas as well which is, which is first class so um, yeah we enjoyed ourselves Sats, but also made sure that we, um, yeah, we went about the business we went over there for. Now, of course, you kick off against the Rabbits in round zero, that uh, first game of 2024. Now, how, what, what will it look like? What will the schedule look like, Seeds, for that first game? Will you go over how many days before, and will you stay 
in LA for a majority of the time and then moved to Vegas? No, this is our thinking, mate, and, and we've, we've put quite a bit of research into this. Um, our uh, new head of performance, John Clark, he worked with England rugby team for, for six or seven seasons and actually worked with him for two of those um, seasons um, when I was working for, for Eddie Jones over there. And, um, you know, he's used to travelling the world with, with the international team and, um, you know, we're actually going to spend um, 11 days prior to playing the game in, in the States. Um, there's a fair bit of research about going over there a bit early and, and acclimatising. As you guys know, like, and, and Rat, you obviously, you know, too, with mm. the Wallabies for a number of years, mate, like you'd understand... Um, now, jet lag is, you know, can seriously decrease your, you know, your performance and so on. So we're getting over there early. One of the things uh, so I'm thinking, mate, is we, we decided to go straight to Las Vegas. Um, we feel as though if we came to Vegas on a Wednesday or a Thursday, two or three days before the, the game, you know, the, the bright lights of Vegas is, is, is pretty, um, you know, glowing, as you guys know. So we, we sort of don't want any distraction. We want to try and normalise it as much as possible. Um, so we're going to get, get there early, spend the entire time there at the hotel, um, where you know um, we're staying for the game the, the entire time. So um, look, we we feel as though that's the best um, option for us. Other teams will have uh, different thoughts of opinion, but um, yeah, we're going to spend the whole time there. And as I said, we've got some first class facilities to, to use with uh, the UFC. But um, yeah, the grass fields was a, was a bit of a hurdle, but we we feel like we've, we've come up with a really good solution. There. And the stadium's fantastic. We toured the stadium there. Oh, we're good, so I'll go. And, um, you know, the guys going to have a great experience um, playing in that particular stadium there in Vegas. Yeah, apparently ticket sales are going bananas too. They reckon, you know, it could come close to being sold out. So it could be something pretty special. Uh, the boys will certainly enjoy it. So uh, you visited some other, you know, um, the LA Rams and so on. Uh, did you did you take anything away from those clubs that you thought, gee, that's something that we don't do at home? Could we, could we maybe, you know, I mean, obviously they've got a huge budget. So there's some things that aren't going to cost an arm and a leg that you could use that could, you know, benefit um, your players? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I, I've been over the Brooklyn Nets, the NBA team, uh, a number of times there, and, and got a good relationship with their GM. He's actually a Kiwi guy, so um, he knows a fair bit about rugby league and, and, and rugby union, and um, in particular, loves the state of Oregon. So he, he you know, Sean Marks is his name. He, they welcomed us with open arms there, and we spent a few days with them. I think the big thing we saw there, mate, is just how, um, you know, look, from a coaching perspective, um, you know, it wasn't about going there to, to, to try and, you know, learn from that perspective, but just how they, um, you know, collaborate and communicate across the, their entire basketball staff, how they connect to their administration. Because you guys know, you know, the front office is um, tangled to, you know, the, you know to, to what we want to do from a footy point of view. Mm. So just that collaboration, communication across the, the program was really um, key that I wanted to get out of it, more so than looking at any particular coaching um, strategies and so on. Um, yeah, so, we, so we've got some really good takeaways there. We actually met a guy called Tom Cable, who was the ex-Oakland Raiders uh, NFL head coach, and he was the offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks, and, and he hosted us in Las Vegas, um, and you know, he really helped us you know, find the, the, the training venues that we did. Um, just spending some time with him, he, you know, great wisdom, um, you know, being a head coach in the NFL um, for a number of years. He was, uh, he was awesome to, to talk to. So there's some good takeaways, but um, you always, you know, yeah, I think it was Jack Gibson that started that back in the 80s and sort of revolutionised rugby league here. I remember he brought a lot of stuff back to Parramatta. And it was a big, it was a big Vince Lombardi thing. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mate, back, yeah. To, back to Manly on the ground here in Australia. Uh, now, I was a chronic spewer in pre-season. <laughs> I, I want to ask you, at a, a scale of 1 to 10, how much vomiting 
uh, mid-session and, and post-sessions have you had from your players? Are they working hard? Uh, yeah, they're working hard. Um, I, I reckon one of the big differences, mate, is that, um, of course, the guys have a break, um, you know, over what, what we call the off-season. But, look, the majority of players, you know, turn up not um, needing to get fit, if that makes sense. You yeah. know, they, they turn up in good shape. You know, they, they maintain that level of, of fitness over the break. It's, it's probably a little bit different to, you know, when we all get played footy um, not a while ago. Um, so, look, yeah, of course, they're, they're working really hard. And, of course, you get you know, the occasional guy who's, who's sick from, from working hard. Um, but I, I think it's less and less. And, um, you know, the, the level of professionalism and athleticism, you know, in the NRL is, is outstanding, you know. I, I feel as though every single season, the intensity of the competition grows. And we see that with all the GPS data that we get, you know. So, um, mm. yeah, the, the guys work really hard away from, from the club. But, yeah, they're all, you know, there's always, um, there's always challenging, you know, challenging sessions. And, um, yeah, every, every club would say the same thing. Um, yeah, everyone's working pretty hard. Yeah, mate, I, I, mate I, you say back I mean, our day, but I remember you working pretty hard in your off-season too, Steve. We were out having a beer one night at City Rollers, I think, and you picked up the bloke next to you and you did yeah. about eight squats with him. And then he, when he went, when he tried, <laughs> yeah, to, right. when yeah. he tried to walk away, he said, nah. Oi, where are you going? We've got three more sets to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, exactly right. Like, that was a bit of a party thing back in the City Rollers days, mate. I was, I was very good at the, the, the squatting back then. Oh, it was hilarious. Every now and then I come out, every now and then I come out, I don't know how to out, mate. So. I reckon there's a septic tank in about in March it's going to get squatted in some <laughs> casino in yeah. Vegas. Now Luke Brooks, Seebs. Uh, yeah, mate, if we get the two, if we get the two, if we get the two points, anything <laughs> could happen, mate. That's Beautiful. Thing. Beautiful. Now Luke Brooks. Uh, now when a player has spent so much time at one club, how do you get them to, to clean the slate, Seebs, or and start again, or do you use the experience that he's had? At the West Tigers and not playing any finals, do you use that to his advantage somehow with the with the junior players? Oh, the, the first thing that we try to do, um, guys, is, is welcome Booksy with open arms, you know, and, and show him, uh, you know, a little bit of love. I think, um, you know, he's a super talented player. Yeah, you know, think back to 2018, he was the Dalian halfback of of the year, and um, he's been heavily sort of uh, critiqued over his career, and and, and in some ways he's been. Um, you know, at the forefront of, of a lot of criticism of, of the West Tigers, not making the finals over that period of time. But, you know, we, we know he's a hell of a player. Uh, we've opened our arms to him. We want him to feel like he's a, um, you know, a, a manly player. And, um, you know, he, he just needs to come um, to our club, you know, work hard, have a smile on his face and enjoy his footy again. And you know, guys like Chaz and Tom will really help his game go to the next level, we feel. And, uh, we've got a good coaching staff there as well. Um, you know, in particular, Michael Amos is working with, with Brooksy. And, um, yeah, we feel as though we can get the best out of him. But, yeah, we just want him to come and enjoy his footy again because, um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's, it's been a tough slog for, for Brooksy uh, for a little period of time there. But, you know, I think he's a hell of a player. Like, you saw some of his performances, um, you know, even this year before he hurt his hamstring. You know, the two that stood out to me was when uh, the Tigers beat Penrith and then when the Tigers beat the Cowboys at Leichhardt and, and Brooks just shrugged his guard. So, yeah, he's a talented player and we just want to see him enjoy his footy and uh, not, put, not put too much pressure on him. Hey, focus the influence of, uh, of Brett Stewart has had on his, his career as a specialist coach at Manly now. How, how's he going working with the uh, with the outside backs, Brett Stewart? Yeah, Snake um, you know, comes in one day a week. What, what we've done is he's got a real interest in, in coaching and, 
one of the things, or one of the bits of advice I gave us, uh, to Brett was to um, you know, see whether he really enjoyed the craft of coaching. So he's working um, with the SG Ball team as an assistant coach. Uh, so the SG Ball is the under-19 team. And um, you know, he's working with them. And then he comes in one day a week with us um, and does some um, mentoring with our outside backs. And just, you know, he, just um, the, the experience that he can um, offload onto our players, you know, and he's worked really closely with Tommy uh, Trebojevic when Tom was first coming through. That's you know, Brett was still playing. So, yeah, he, he's great to have, you know, and we've got guys like Jimmy Dimmick, you know, uh, Michael Ennis, Brett Stewart, all guys who have won premierships, um, but all working on their crafts as coaches, because obviously playing and coaching is, is vastly different. But it's great to have people who've had, you know, had success and, um, you know, as, as players now, um, you know, working really hard at their craft as coaches. So, yeah, that, those sorts of guys are really good to have on our staff. Yeah, great guys, the Stuart guys. Now, mm. before we let you go, Seeds, tonight we're asking the listeners, who are some of the great larrikins in Australian sport now? So when everything is really serious at training, who in the dressing sheds is the one that sort of breaks the monotony? Who's the larrikin at, at Manly? Yeah. Um, look, you know what? Um, probably people wouldn't believe that. Like, Tommy Trevojevic has got a bit of cheek in him. Um, he's got a great sense of humor. So, so Tom's, um, yeah, Tom's good. I reckon someone like a Ruben Garrett. You know, Ruben's a, a, a real likable larrikin, I reckon. He's, he's um, always up for a good time. Real good professional, but also enjoys himself. So I reckon Ruben's got a bit of... Uh, that country sort of larrikin um, element to him. But the best I've ever seen is you spoke about Alfie. He like obviously worked with Alf <laughs> with, um, with the Origin and, and the Broncos. And he, he was number one for me. And just like, he could do whatever and people love him, don't they? You guys know that. <laughs> mm. yeah, he's you know, got an infectious personality. With him and yeah. Joshua Ryman. Yeah, he's got a great, great personality. So, um, yeah, but we got some real good characters at our club. And, you know, one of the things you, you want to enjoy your work and, and, and your footy as well. So, yep. um, you know, encourage guys to, to, to be themselves. And, um, yeah, we've got a couple of uh, guys who you enjoy. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, Steves, thank you very much. You always give us your time uh, so willingly on, here on Sports Day. Great to catch up with you again. Uh, not long to go. It only seems like it's, it seems like it's a long time away, but it's not. The no. first week of March, and you've got plenty to yeah. go. At, uh, plenty to do at training before then, and uh, hope you have a good Christmas, you and the family, and most of all, happy 50th next October. Yeah, good on yourself. It's only about 11 months early, mate, but I'll take that. Right. Uh, mate, good to talk to you guys as always. So, no, good. Thanks for having us on, guys. Good Thank stuff. You. Thanks, mate. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, great chat there with Anthony Seabold. He's always very giving with his time whenever Daddy Vass reaches out to him. He's a, he's a good man, Anthony Seabold. I hope he does good things at, at Manly because he uh, loves his rugby league and he deserves to stay in it now. Three burning questions. Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Over to you, Daddy Vass. Three burning questions. What's your first question? A uh, bit of a crystal ball theme. Okay, yeah. This one, boys. Yep. Now, I know Rat loves the shark. Mm. Mm. What will we learn about Cronulla by this time next year? Well, well I think that Fitzy is a very calm, very cool, doesn't make rash decisions. And sometimes as a coach, not, not making rash decisions, but not making the hard decisions 
quick enough. Mm. I've been told when you're in business, if, if things aren't going good, fire early. Yep. Move, move them on early because it's not going to change. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the Sharks are in a bit of a hole there and it took him a while to make some changes. I think you'll probably learn from this that, you know, w when the writing's on the wall, make those changes quick. And, so do and you put see some players? Do you see well, a well, possible the, clean out of players? Well, the Moylan's, the, the Moylan, like Matt Moylan, fantastic player, but yep. I, but I think he is, he's he's ready made for the English game now. Yes, absolutely. He, yeah, I agree. His vision is there, and he can create space. He can create space for himself, but he just hasn't quite got that speed. Once he did his knee, he's gonna, he just lost that turn of foot that could get him through. Problems, yeah. Could get him through that hole. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you know. Bringing in Trindle, um, you know, we saw, you know, some, some better play at the back end of but the season. If they miss the top four in 2024, Rat, and they get bundled out, which I hope they don't because I've, we're huge Fitzy fans. Yeah, yeah. We want to see him get, get success. They'll probably have to start looking at a possible – they'll probably have to move on a few players and try and find a marquee player. Well, you look at their side and, you, and, and you're like, what are they missing? I know. Yeah. Like across the board, what are they missing? I think they're, they're good missing, front rowers. I think they're got missing a great young hooker. I think they're missing an unpredictability like a like a Munster or a mm. Walker who are hard. Great to get. back rowers. Yeah, you know, good fullback. I wouldn't mm. say elite just yet. Yep. In Kennedy, I mm. think close to elite. Two of the best finishers in the wingers, yeah, Katara and Mulatalo. Mm. Um, centers, probably just a little bit down this year. I thought Talakai not his, not his best season. Um, Agree. Yeah. Jesse Ramian, um, yeah, had an all right year. Probably not his best by his standards, but um, yeah, not strike centers. No, they're probably missing. But they've got uh, who have they got? Ira, um, oh, Kale Ira, yeah, mm. yeah, potential so freak. He could be something mm. special. Yeah. Exactly. All right, number two, Will Dom Young. Now he's moved to the Roosters. Yeah, will he be the top try scorer in twenty twenty four? Well, he had twenty three tries in twenty twenty three on the back of a. One of the well, the Dalian Medal winner. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, Callum yeah, Pong creating opportunities. Yeah. So, is he going to get the same opportunities created by him? So, let's go through the players that are there. So, you got. We you got, got Teddy. You got Teddy, so Tick. You got Manu. Tick plays on the right side. Tick. Mm. You've got uh, Sam Walker. Tick. Mm. Luke Keary. Keary. I'm going to say he'll score 25. No. I'll go wow. 25 tries no. in 2024. Uh, okay, I'll have. I'll have a. Oh, they may share the trial. I'll hey? have I'll have a a lunch bet with you. Yeah. So whoever uh, at the end of the next season wins, like I reckon Swally, he scores more tries than him. Okay. Next year. Oh, that's a good. That's a good bet. I like it. I think he'll do twenty five next year. All right. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Uh, number three. What player will have a breakout year? Right. Um, I, I think Avrilo, going to the going to the Dolphins. Um, See, what, what, what he did at a team that really struggled. New coach, sort of trying to find his way into head coaching. Good coach, Sorrello. But then he goes to the master. Were you, the were you shocked with his speed? I, I, was, oh. I was shocked with how quick he is. I know. In schoolboys, he played in the halves. Yeah. I was shocked at how quick he was. I, I'm just, I just know that they've got a, a very smart coach up there obviously they've got you know a, a team that's building um some good signings I, you know I, I just i'm really excited to see i think he can have a really big year this yeah. year do you think you'll play center or fullback center. I think you'll, you'll play center him and hunt yeah. farmworth that's one of the best strike then, center combinations and, mm. Mm. i mean yeah 
Uh, could, I mean, well, you look at what the Hammers been doing in the centres. So yeah, you think, wow. Exactly. You know, they you, might play him at fullback. Might give him a run at fullback. If you think about it, there's not too many strike centres in the NRL. No, there's so. not. The the art of being a strike centre is there's not a lot of them anymore. The ability mm. to go. His dad was one. His early ball. Herman, him, both he and Steve Renoff and Reg Gaznia, early ball. Just let, let do me this. do the rest. Let mm. them cook. Yeah. And your As wingers, Min Wu Lu and your, would say. and your wingers end up scoring more than twenty tries a season. Mm. Latrell Mitchell would be that if he yeah, was. Latrell's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, definitely. Definitely. Tony Staggs. Yep, there's a few. Yeah, mm. there's not many though. No, there's not many. Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Uh, I was going to say Paul Alamotti, but he's not guaranteed a first grade position at Panthers. Mm. Um, I'm going to say Roger Tuivasa-Shek in the centres. Breakout year. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be good. Three burning questions brought to you by Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. This is Sats and Rap for Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. Now our Suncorp segment, which is be safe with Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready for Suncorp. Suncorp home resilience. We're seeing a bit of that storm in southeast Queensland uh, throughout the day. Now, Daddy Vass, safe signing. Mm. Now, yeah, player swap today. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of this, but uh, the Sharks, they've released Connor Tracy to the Bulldogs. And in exchange, they get Michael Gabriel. Gabriel, 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 Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, don't, don't know much about. I know he's been in the Parramatta system. Yeah, he might, and he's he's only actually only got a development deal at the Bulldogs. Yeah, so it's a, he, he's it's, got two. He's got twenty four and twenty five. Oh, signed development yeah. deal, which look, he's obviously got some talent, and he's a young fella, obviously a bit younger than than Connor Tracy. So yep. I guess they're taking a bit of a punt on. Um, the fact that they can get a bit out of him because yeah. Connor Tracy, he's, he's a great Mr. Fix-It. Yeah. So the next question, is it a safe bet for Suncorp? I think it is for, well, maybe for both teams because Cronulla would have done their due diligence. And obviously, and it, when you read any of the reports on this young uh, Gabriel, he, they keep using the phrase young gun. Young gun. So many believe that Cronulla have got the best part of this deal, but I'm a huge fan of Connor Tracy. Both oh, you know that. you what? Uh, the next question is, <laughs> where's, he, where's he play? Because well, it's another number 14 for the Bulldogs. Well, so many of them. Kurt Mann. Drew Hutchison. Oh, Boys, so, I don't know. With the amount of signings that the Bulldogs have picked up, it seems to me like they've got a top 50. Jamin can, can I just say this, though? Is Connor Tracy a 14 or is he a number one? Well, or is he a number three? This got, is the thing. You, they've you, got Stephen Crichton, yep. who wants to play fullback, yep. probably end up having to play centres. Mm. You've got Blake Taff, who they've signed from South, who mm. is a fullback. Mm. Now they've got. Well, he's a fullback. He, he's, he's a, a fullback. Okay, so is Connor Tracy a centre? Mm. Does he replace Avarillo? No. So is, he, is both he? Oh, yeah. Is yeah. he and Crichton the centres yeah, yeah. and Blake Taff your fullback? Yeah, yeah, that, that's my bet. I think it's a really good signing. I think the Bulldogs have got a. A great signing here. Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of Connor Tracy. Work ethic wise, professionalism, just tough kid, runs hard, just yep. committed. Yeah, he's the sort of player you wouldn't like playing against. Mm. All right. So it's a safe deal. Safe, safe deal. deal for Suncorp. Beautiful. Yeah, get your home storm season ready for Suncorp. It is definitely around the corner. Sats are out for Sports Day. Up next, a further sports update. <laughs> 
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Nelly, time to close up very, very soon. But before we do that, a little bit more to get through, a sports update thanks to Irrigear. Irrigear is here for all your, your water and irrigation solutions. Nat Butcher. Mm, great re-sign. Re-sign with the Roosters for a further three years. So I'll remain at the club till the end of 2027. And that is, I believe, a great signing by the Tricolors, who've also re-signed NRLW stars Jess Sergis and Taryn Aitken, two of the best women's players in the game. Jess Sergis, I, I, I read something last year or this year. She's that committed and she's that, she was going to cut a toe off to keep playing. Yeah, I'm just reading here. She's prepared to lose part of her toe in order to extend her rugby league career. Mm. Tough, mate. Oh. And can play. She, she is such an athlete. You know when you see people play, like you play with people and you just go, I wish I was put together like that? Yep. Like that's her. Like mm. you think if I wanted to build like the perfect shape on the outside back in rugby league, like you look at her and go, that's what you want. She's yep. big, she's strong, she's fast. Yeah, she's a... She's marketable too. Oh, she just she just needs to have, have a bit of little, little luck with injury. Yeah. And um, and the Cowboys NRLW side of lockdown there, chief play, playmaker and absolute gun Kira Deer yeah, she until the player. end of the 2026 season. Yeah, so. good signing. I've got to say, I think um, Nat Butcher, best season he's had for the Roosters. Mm. He's... He's a highly thought of at the club, hence why he's there till the end of 2027. And his brother goes pretty well too. Really good player. Yeah, absolutely. Irrigear offers expert advice, better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here and we'll have a community update and wrap the show up next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Let's wrap the show up for a Tuesday night and a quick Queensland community update uh, for Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. No current warnings in place across Queensland. Uh, The QFES is reminding listeners to please have your bushfire survival plan ready and to stay up to date on bushfire warnings online so if you want to do that visit qfes.qld.gov sorry i'll do that again that is visit qfes.qld.gov.au community update thanks to fire coat the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at bunnings warehouse and that's it for a tuesday night thank you to anthony seabold for his time and preparation for vegas what is it Round zero, isn't Round it? zero. Round zero. Round and days. Rats, thank you again for your been strenuous a, been two a, days. It's been a tough stint. I'll see you on January 22nd. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. January I'm 22nd. Take my break oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hard, mate. Oh. i got to rush these vocal cords. Daddy Vass, I'll get sick of seeing you. I'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, mate. Yeah. And to the listeners, have a great rest of your Tuesday night.